Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, Logical One. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2019 season. And if that, uh, you're wondering what that humming was in the background, that was the logical one. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Getting a bit up and about on the uh, on the jingle there. <laughs> it's good to be here. Thanks a lot, Mug. Uh, interesting weekend just gone. Blowouts galore. Snow. And then we go straight into this week and we're looking at one of the most even rounds I can remember in a long time. A tipster's nightmare. What did you make of the footy on the weekend, Logical? Did you think it was... Um bad footy or was it just bad good old-fashioned uh suburban style wet ground football uh well it's hard with the conditions um you know we've been low scoring all year and then they just get more rain or a bit of snow and that's probably in line with how they've been playing the style of football i think yeah i'm not too sure you could uh, make too many excuses for uh Essendon under the roof uh, well, <laughs> the, that one, yeah. the, the other night that's that's uh that, that but that's not low scoring as a match that's just Essendon not showing up shocking yes very good and um Lazarus, um, he, he rose again on the weekend. Lazarus, twice actually. I don't know if you saw it. Is this the uh, blue baggers? No, 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 no. I'm talking about your man Dangerfield. Oh. Uh, looked like he looked like he was knocked out <laughs> out on the boundary there one time. He was carrying on, rolling around on the ground. Got Danger the free. Field. Do you know he's from Mogs Creek? I do know that. Oh wow! Well, yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he, um, he rolled around. Uh, then then I thought he'd done his ACL. He uh, he come down from a marking contest. I thought, oh no, danger's gone. Get the stretcher. But no, he got up. He put his hand up, took himself off the field. But he was back. He was. And he back. still could get the two or three votes, <laughs> and I he think, could still win the Brownlow. I think he gets the three. Actually, he was. Uh, it was. I watched that game pretty closely. It was pretty good. I thought. I think it'd be a one. bit of injustice if he does win it, but he's still in contention. And a couple of good rounds later on, you never know. And for um, for three games in total, logical. What sort of price would you get to have only or one team score, or the opposition team to score less than or nine goals or less? So yeah. we had three. Uh, three games combined and a, and a team scored a total of nine goals if you, you the team that lost obviously um, unbelievable yeah that's yeah. I mean is, is it, someone that's was saying that, that today if you're on lowest te- scoring team for the round and you had back TRS <laughs> you feel a bit stiff <laughs> you yeah. feel a little bit stiff <laughs> could be a bad beat <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note uh, oh, maybe we might uh, might roll into some bad beats bad beats and did we see the the baddest beat of the year? I think we did the baddest beat of the year. What not was only, it? Not only do Carlton have the line well and truly, this is the this is the finishing line too. So for those that got on at the jump, um, I think the line was about twenty five. Not only did Carlton have this covered by two goals or so late into the game with the wet conditions, so Richmond kick kick one goal, uh, and then not much time to kick the last. Not only on top of that, so you're going to be a bad beat already if they kick the last, but they kick the goal with a mark after the siren, and the umpire just lets it go. So they kick the goal after the siren, but the mark was also taken after the siren. was taken after the siren. <laughs> so you're, you're stiff about three different ways there. The umps just like, ah, oh, we couldn't be bothered with it. End of the game. Didn't buy the whistle. Oh, that's very, very, very stiff. Feel for the uh, for the Carlton Plus punters there, but yeah. hopefully, hopefully you're on the uh, barefoot's advice and you and you got on a little bit earlier than that. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, definitely a bad beat. What else? 
Oh, I think um, Gold Coast first half line. We were, we tipped that one up, and that was a little bit stiff. Um, well, where, where, what did that end up on the end? Well, well, another one. They. It, I was cheering the first quarter line, but uh, yeah, not so the... I was on the early one at twenty four and a half, and I think it got out to twenty eight and a half or so. Yep. Um, and with ninety seconds to go, um, I think I think they were twenty points um, down, and then. Um, Cameron kicked an amazing snap so to kill my 24 24 and a half but the 28 and a half still live then there's a free kick after that after that so it doesn't even go back to the centre they have another shot oh double free kick <laughs> double oh, free oh kick. no slots one and then they put icing on the cake they kick one straight out of the centre so they end up losing the line by about 8 points but yeah, it was a little bit stiff that one. Yeah, right. So I did see that um, that scoreline. I thought, oh, geez, the halftime line hasn't got up. But uh, from what you're saying, um, it was a lot closer than what the scoreline suggested. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. good, mate. Yeah, anything else there for us? Well, um, no, but we do have a scoop. One of the first, or one of the, the only scoops this year. We got a big scoop. A big scoop. I'm going to hold on to it. It involves Essendon. Uh, okay. We'll talk about it later on during the Essendon game. Yeah, Get right. your thoughts on it. Okay. Um, a little bit... Uh, Scoop McClure or oh, really? Tom Brown. Like, what's, what's Tom Brown? He says, um, um, uh, this is definitely, possibly, uh, maybe uh, true. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so logical Brown over this here. This one is not like that. This one is definitely true. I got it from a good source. Okay. Yeah. Reliable so, source? Very reliable source. Okay. All right. Well, that's, yeah. uh, that's good. So, mate, we might uh, have a look. A betting review. How did you go on the weekend, Logical? Not well. Not well. Because um, you had a few bets, so I think it was record five bets for you. Yeah, yeah, I think I've had five before. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, yeah. I was just yep. trying to jazz that up for yeah, the listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, Kangas plus, no good. Uh, Demons plus, no good. That was close late on in the game. They could have still got a late yeah, goal to Yeah, they almost pinched that line. Yeah, Gold Coast first half line we're talking about. The Carlton Cash Cows got it done again on the plus. Fantastic. They keep doing it. Uh, and then the West Coast minus. Um, market moved a long way. Uh, but um, And they were still in it late, but no good. I yep. think Adelaide played quite well. Can't eat the value there. Yeah, Adelaide were very good. They were actually, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, yep. For me, I only had the two. Um, it was the Hawks on Friday night. So that was, um, geez, that was... That was pretty much safe from the moment they bounced the ball. That one, yep. uh, that was that was a nice watch. And um, despite the game being horrible to watch, uh, and the Saints, so maybe a bit lucky with the Saints in the end, because uh, I think Fremantle probably should have won that game. But uh, but that's all right. We'll take it. There's plenty where you yeah, don't that, get that the was luck, a big so. move. That one they ended up thirteen and a half point favourites there. The Saints really really well backed. Yeah, the market uh, really moved there. Uh, and the other one too I wanted to just bring up as well, Logical. It wasn't a formal tip-up, but we did speak a lot about it during the podcast um, last week, was just some of those totals. So hopefully some of the uh, the listeners were able yeah, to... Yeah, well actually I got a good, I got a nice message from the my good friend Berkey, and he, he said he multied the three unders in Melbourne, and he was pretty happy. So um, yeah, good. that was so, good to hear. So hopefully yeah. a few of the listeners uh, took a little bit of that advice as well. Yep. All right, we've got the Essendon scoop coming up. So logical. I'm very keen to get to that point, but it's a little bit down the track. So are we let it, ready to get into some games? Let's go. First game of the round, and it's the Melbourne Demons hosting the Swans at the MCG on Friday night. $1.77 the D's and the Swans are $2.05, making the Demons here three and a half point favourite. It's hard to imagine that the D's can keep putting up these uh, odds that are actually 
pretty uh, pretty skinny odds, and in, in this spot, their favourite logical. Um, what are you seeing here? Yeah, well, they actually opened uh, Pickham or yeah, Equal so been on a Monday. Little, little bit of so a bit of money for yep. Melbourne. So not agreeing with you. I have to agree with the money a little bit. Um, there's not much in terms of changes in personnel for this game so much. I think May's done his hamstring. Geez, he's had a ripping year since he moved to the Gold Coast, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> been shocking. Oh, Cairns, um, Cairns May. Um, so he's going to miss. Um, they're both going not great, but they're both not going terrible. Like They're sort of hanging in games, but they're not getting totally blown away. I think Sydney's lost five in a row. Melbourne have lost six in a row. Um, and and they're both sort of not getting smashed, but they're not sort of killing it. You know, like, it's just a, in, funny sides at the moment. And I think Sydney's going slightly better, but at the MCG, I was leaning to Melbourne and I wanted to be on them. But now that price has moved for me, it's no bet. Yeah, okay. And uh, for me, logical, I mean, everything that you've just said, I, I agree with both both sides um, not going great. Somehow the D's, haven't had more beltings this year. I don't know. They've managed to stay, stay in. But uh, I had a slight, um, a slight favoritism towards uh, Sydney, but um, nothing for me to get too excited about having a bet here. So we'll just have to uh, watch on. Watch the D's versus Swans actually becomes a pretty meaningless uh, game on the Friday night. But um, but we'll be watching nevertheless and uh, and tuning in to see what happens. First up on the Saturday, and it's the Blues hosting the Saints at both of these guys' home ground uh, at Marvel Stadium. The Blues, ooh, ooh, or you always... Ooh, 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 Marvel Stadium. MCG, Mug. Is it? MCG. Have I, have I got that? Is that at the G? Yeah, at the G. Oh, well, that changes everything. <laughs> um, is that really at the G? Yes, it is. Oh, I beg my pardon. Okay, well, uh, I'll get into a minute. I'll putting up a unit on the blues but might have to make it two <laughs> if that's at the g um all right well, well we'll try that again listeners blues are hosting the saints at the mcg uh, the blues here are two dollars and the saints are a dollar 80 now making the saints now a two and a half point favorite earlier in the week if i'm not mistaken logical we had them at a four and a, uh, the blues at a four and a half point favorite so we've already had a six point uh market move here uh, which is, I find it very interesting. Um, for me, the Blues haven't done much wrong since Teague's taken over. Um, they beat Brisbane. They've been competitive in games against really good teams. Uh, West Coast, Richmond. They've beaten uh, teams along the journey as well uh, that others might have thought they should have lost. They've lost narrowly to Melbourne and um, Western Bulldogs at, at, uh, at Etihad. Saints have been much improved under Ratten, but... Um, I've got the Blues here still rated um, better than the Saints. Now, given that I've, I've got one unit on the Blues already um, and uh, on a lower price than that, $2. Now the price has gone to $2, and that's at the MCG. I just think I've got to be having more logical. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, the fact that it's at the MCG, I agree with you. It helps Carlton. They're much better side at the MCG and vice versa. St Kilda aren't such a good side at the MCG. Carlton, have, as we've spoken about, they've been playing really well for the last uh, nine weeks. And But the Saints, the thing that worries me about the Saints, oh, a bit of a ting there. The thing that worries me about the Saints is they've got a few players back. They got yep. Stephen and Hanabry back last week and they seem to be going a bit better. Uh, so I, I'm a little bit concerned about their form line. So I'm hard to get a, getting a read on their, their rating. 
So in saying all that, you know, I love the blues, but I'm just gonna have, I'm gonna sit this really? one out. I'm gonna sit this one out. Okay, well, yeah. if, that, if that's the case, I'll just keep it to one. Uh, yeah. But I'm I'm putting this one up for the listeners because uh, I think um, I think the blue bag is a better than the Saints, so uh, it's pretty much pick 'em situation. So uh, I'm into them. Saturday two ten, and it's up to the Gabba for one of the clashes of the year. Um, who would have thought we'd be saying that? Brisbane Lions hosting the Cats. Um, Brisbane here, $1.77 and the Cats, two oh five, making the Lions a three-and-a-half-point favourite. And who would have thought we'd be saying that at the start of the year when the, when the Lions would be hosting the Cats up there? Logical, what do you make about this fantastic clash? Sorry, just before I get into this clash, I just wanted to mention Liam Jones out for Carlton was one of the other things that yes. turned me off. And he was very um, good. He was very he was good. Very good against. They uh, were very uh, good. Well structured down back last yep. week, and it sort of concerns me. Um, yep. That that could up disrupt that a little bit. The Lions Cats, huge game in the schemes of the scheme of the Premiership. Uh, if Geelong can win this, then they'll they'll bank a top spot, uh, but they'll have. An issue that they might get Richmond. Mm. So it's very interesting, the, the dynamics of what this game's going to do to the ladder. Brisbane playing really well. On my ratings, I haven't rated nearly as good as Geelong. And when they're at home, uh, we're at the minus three and a half, I can't do anything but put a, put a unit up here on Brisbane. I, I just think they're, they're playing. You can't just keep denying the way, the way they're playing. They go, they go well at the Gabba. Geelong have been, they were okay last week, but before that they had, weren't very good at all. So for me, one unit here on the Lions. Yeah, very good, uh, logical. Um, I think the, the interesting thing here, like you speak about, is the um, emotional factor or the, the mental factor here. Um, I don't think it makes too much difference to Geelong whether they win this game or not. Um if you look at who they play in the last round, they play Carlton at their home ground in the in the last in the last game. So I think uh, Geelong win that game. Uh, as much as Carl- we like Carlton, Carlton are going well. You think Geelong at home win that game? So that means they're and their percentage is such that they're in a, a game in front situation as well. I think um, Richmond win the next two, and the other teams um, Brisbane and West Coast win one each. So. Geelong are going to finish on top, even if they lose this game. I feel that's my feel, that, that's my read on it. I don't think Geelong would think like that because because yeah. okay. Richmond could come out and lose two good sides, Brisbane and West Coast, two weeks in a row, and then all of a sudden they're into third spot. But even if Geelong were to lose, uh, what two games would they even slip below second? If they lost one, if if Brisbane win this week, yep. and then beat Richmond, yep. go above them, yeah. If West Coast. Beat Richmond, yeah, and okay. beat Hawthorne, yeah, go above okay. them. Yep, so, so, so they'll be playing for everything. Yeah, okay. You think they'll be playing for everything? Yeah, I yeah, think so. okay. Yeah. I reckon they're still subconsciously might be a little bit in them that think they're going to win next week. Okay. So that it's it's uh, <laughs> it's it's not an issue. Um, in saying all of that, um, yeah, I, I I can't get enough of the lines here. I just think that they're um, they're going really good and. Um, uh, their style of game, I think, will hold up against the Cats really well. Um, Cats want to stifle teams. Brisbane are prepared to run right through the middle of it and uh, and score heavily. So, um, you know, head-to-head at the Gabba, oh, I'm in a green. So that's a consensus bet there consensus for the lads. There. Very good. Get on the lines. 
Saturday twilight and it's off to Adelaide. The Crows hosting the Pies. $1.68 the Crows and the Pies $2.20 making the Crows here six and a half point favourite. Just a little bit of uh, money for the Crows there, four and a half uh, earlier in the week. Um, gee, the Crows were good on Sunday Logical. Yes. A lot better than we thought they were going to be. They were much better. They were much better. Uh, and Collingwood... Uh, they won't get to goey back for this match. They have been injury ravaged, which has been well documented. Which on that uh, Brisbane, uh, we forgot to mention last game, last the last review of last match. They do not have a significant injury on their whole list. That, Amazing. That helps teams enormously. Amazing. And even Geelong are down to only having sort of Gary Rowan on their list, but Collingwood, on the other hand, have quite a significant, quite a significant lot. And the thing that worries me here is their forward line. I think they've been going all right in the last few weeks. And apart from last week, Adelaide hadn't been going great. I'm sort of leaning to Collingwood, but really? not, enough, okay. not, enough, not enough to have a bet. I, I don't I don't rate Adelaide nearly as highly as I do Collingwood. I think Collingwood are a fair bit better side than them, so I probably was thinking more around the pick and range, but I'm a bit worried with the travel. So at this stage, and not having not having a bet. Yeah, okay. Well, Collingwood, uh, as we've seen, have managed to travel well at times. Um I felt as though the market should have been um, about seven points, uh, minus seven for the Crows. Um, earlier in the week, that uh, that head-to-head wasn't far off. Um, or could you, I think I think you can still get um, you could still get a dollar eighty-five or something like that earlier yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, Betfair. You, yeah, you could, yeah. Um, so I took a little bit of that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be uh, recommending a, a line bet right now, but. Um, a dollar sixty-eight, and these prices are coming from you bet, and I think you can still get some dollar seventy-seven or something like that on Betfair. Yeah, um, I'd be uh, happy to tip up uh, a unit for for Adelaide at the head-to-head. Um, so I'm having one, and um, yeah, that's my uh, that's my call. And I know like, I haven't tipped up a bet, but I am making the journey over are. to Adelaide Oval. Yes, so, so if, I'm sure I'll find one on the jump. <laughs> so if you see a, a good-looking, striking young fellow just with a slight bit of silver in the sides of his hair, uh, cheering on a, uh, something where he doesn't seem to be that passionate about the team, but for some reason he's absolutely fisting the air when something's going on, we'll that's in, the logical one. We'll be in GA. <laughs> yeah, of course Nothing you fancy. <laughs> uh, very good, mate. Get over there and enjoy a few West Ends. Saturday night, and we are back at Marvel Stadium this time. North Melbourne are hosting Port Adelaide. North are $2.10, and Port Adelaide are $1.75, making the power um, four-and-a-half point favourite in enemy territory. Um, I think this one did open up uh, either Pickham or or slight favouritism to North, so we have seen a little bit of uh, six-point swing here as well. That's the uh, five games in a row that have been... They're pretty much Pickham. They're not far off them. The tipster's nightmare. It's great for punting, though, isn't it? It's, it's great. Uh, yes. really exciting. Yes. Um, Logical, what are you seeing here? North Melbourne um, obviously had a tough night at the office uh, down there at the Cattery, but they get back under the roof. Do you see them improving here? Yeah, I think they're much better under the roof. Port were really good at their last outing against Marvel, but it was only against Essendon, who are absolutely stinking it up at the moment. And Port, as we know, have been highly inconsistent throughout the season. And I'd just be looking here to, I think... The kangaroos, maybe 40-plus is probably the option I'll be looking at here. Maybe even a slight lean to the kangas to win the match. But for me, I'll be probably putting up the kangas 40-plus. Because as you know, 
Port have the ability this year to really stink it up and lay down as well. So for me, that's what I'll be looking at. Yeah, okay, good. I, I actually, um, I had North rated higher uh, than what the market does. I felt as though North were about a nine-point favourite in this spot. Um, but I was a bit gun-shy to pull the trigger just on the power factor just because power have been so... Oh, schizophrenic. So Mark the Kangas nine point favorites. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Nine point favorites, and they're three and a half point outside. I know. That's that's Mate, that's, that's, you that's get in there. That's what I wrote. I wrote down here. You're not going to have a vet. I wrote got to be on North, but I just don't know if I can do it with the power they've. Um, uh, but uh, hearing you say that you're backing North gives me a little bit more confidence on that one. Yeah. Um, so I'll just have to go away and have a bit more of a think about that yeah, one. Logical. Yeah. But uh, you'll have a little unit on the forty plus. I won't have I won't have a unit on the forty plus. I might, I might have a, a small nomination on the forty plus. Well, here it is, logical. This is your game. Fremantle Dockers are hosting Essendon. Uh, the Dockers here a dollar forty five, and Essendon a two dollar seventy five. And Fremantle, a lot of money pouring their way, logical, because they started at seven and a half on this one, and now they're out to fifteen and a half, which obviously makes this what. The Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week. That's exactly what it is. And uh, I got down and saw Andrew, and he fixed me up last Friday he too. He, he sorted me out. He does it every week, Andrew. And I'm going to hand over to you because this is your game, Scoop. This, what, this what have you is, got for this us? This is the Scoop. A good friend of mine. We'll, he, let's, he'll go by the moniker of Eggs Benedict today. Um, Benedict was down at the precinct on Sunday night. And how's this? Jakey Stringer, who now have you may may have heard, may or may not have heard, is going to be ruled out with a slight hamstring strain. So slight hamstring strain. You'd think you'd be looking after that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Carrying on like a lunatic, really? drunk as a skunk, not 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 trying to hide the fact. Out yeah, of control. Can... Precinct Sunday night. Not not looking after his body. <laughs> there you go. So so he's well. He's definitely not playing. Then is that? Well, they've said. I heard then last night they're saying he might be ruled out with a slight hamstring strain, but there wasn't any context behind it. He's just out in the lash. He's not looking after himself. <laughs> yeah. His heart's not in it. They've just been done by a hundred points. What are they? What, what's going on down there at Essendon? Oh, I'm not too sure, mate. But. Um... Is that... They get stuck into Stephen May for having a couple of cans. <laughs> he was, that was on a Sunday afternoon. On a Sunday afternoon, he's injured. This guy is supposed to be playing. He's trying to be rehabbing, and they've just been smashed, and he's out drinking cans at the precinct. You're, you don't sound too happy about oh, that well, one. Well, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Mark? <laughs> no, well, well, we used to get out and drink a few cans after our games, but we weren't professional athletes, and... I mean, even at amateur level, if you had a soft, um, a soft tissue injury, uh, that was, you know... Get off the cans, boys. Just, was, uh, yeah, you, you're not allowed to be drinking. So to be doing that at AFL level uh, sort of beggars belief. But uh, because Stringer's... Uh, well, if Stringer gets out there, he's not going to be in good shape. Uh, because of that attitude, uh, Logical, what are you thinking about this one? Well, that, that attitude concerns me because for me, that is that, that minus is too big. I'd get, I'd be, I think with the lashing they've got in the media this week, that Essendon, if they don't stand up here, they're having... They're having a laugh, and I would have thought they'd turn up. And I don't rate Freo that that highly. Yep. But the concern about the, what's going on down at Essendon for me, I'm probably just going to have to sit out. Yeah. Okay. And um, I, uh, I mean, same for me. That market has moved too much now um, for Freo. 
I mean, what are we talking now? Dollar forty-five, fifteen points. We know Frio struggled to um, beat teams by large margins. Um, I th- they maybe got north earlier in the year. They ended up um, what Geelong by thirty odd points here the other day. But generally, Frio don't put sides away just the way they play. So fifteen and a half point start is a lot for Essendon, but uh, I've just got uh, no betting interest in this game whatsoever. So I'm I'm going to have to shoulder arms here and uh, and just stay away. And Sunday football is upon us, and it's a good one. Richmond are hosting the Eagles at the MCG. The Tigers here a dollar fifty eight, and uh, the Eagles two dollars forty, making the Tigers a ten and a half point favourite. Uh, along with the Brisbane Lions Cats game, this is a absolute ripper. Logical. Um, myself and the obnoxious one are going to head along and, and take a look at this, despite the but, fact. Hang that... on, aren't your Hawks playing? What's, what? What? Well, the, the Hawks uh, they're playing a little bit uh, later on in the afternoon, and it's a bit it's a bit out of the way for me living in Richmond to uh, to actually get down to Marvel. Oh, wow. So, uh, oh look, Ruffy's good. I had a look at him tonight on the telly. Um, <laughs> But uh, we're going to get across and have a look at the main game, uh, Richmond versus the Eagles. Um, I'm going to have to have a bit of a, uh, a bit of a muggish bet here, logical, because uh, I make the market here around about ten points to the Tigers, and that's exactly what the market is. But I like it anyway. I'm going to have a little lash on the Tigers here at the line. Uh, just feel that the West Coast form away from home doesn't quite stack up and um, albeit they did play well against Carlton but that point still only ended up being what 24 points was it at, at, at the end yeah and um, they did beat the pies at the G earlier in the year yeah true yeah okay yeah. that was a long time ago though yeah. now um, so um, I'm putting one up on the Tigers what about you logical uh, the two big dogs these are the two big sides they are, they're the they? flag favorites they're the teams that have rated the highest they're both going really well. Richmond, have, they've, they've ch- turned around from the start of the season when they had all those injuries to now, they don't know how they're going to fit Cochin and Martin back into that side. They're going to have to drop guys like Rioli and uh, maybe Chai Bolton. Um, they can't even know. Bolter can't get back into the side. They've got depth everywhere. They're Mac- McIntosh is uh, in the twos. Yeah, yeah. they're flying. Um, and S- and West Coast the same. Uh, they've got, they're playing really well. Um I'd have to agree with you. I was sort of leaning towards the Tigers. I was a bit annoyed to see that line move from 8 to 10. Mm. That's probably enough to turn me off. But if I was leaning to any way, it would be for the Tigers. But I'm not going to have a bet here. Okay. Um, so just the mug there out on his own and uh, logical with a lean, but, uh, but not a bet. 3.20 on Sunday, and it's the Giants hosting the Dogs. Back at their home ground, the Giants Stadium, so they'll be glad to get there. $1.62 for the Giants, and it's $2.30 for the Dogs, uh, making the Giants 7.5 points here. Um, I must say, don't have a whole heap of interest in this one, uh, logical, but um, is there anything that's pricking your interest here for the punters? Well... The big concern around this game is Jeremy Cameron and whether or not he'll play. There has been some concerns about his hamstring this week. It was the calf the other week when he missed. And he's still $1.22 for the Coleman at the moment. It's been it's been a bit of a ride late. It shows you what how good a bet it was at the time. He, he, he's he's really battled since we backed him for the Coleman. And he's, what uh, what price did you put up there, Logical, for the listeners? Uh, $1.80 or $1.75. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yeah. yep. So he's really battled with form and injury since then, and he's still six clear 
So even if he misses this week with Gold Coast next week, he should be okay. But hopefully, I'd still still like to see him this, play this week. So, and concerning Jeremy Cameron, I think it's hard to have a bet at this stage, depending on not knowing what he's going to whether he's going to come up or not going to come up. I'm quite keen on GWS at these prices if he does play because yep. Kelly's back, Himmelberg's back, De Boer's back. Dogs have been playing quite well, but back at Giant Stadium, I'd be. I'll be putting up a unit there if they all play, uh, but it's pretty hard to tip that up this stage of the week. And um, if they all play, logical, that market moves to, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know, because yep. I don't know whether the people are, are framing that, assuming that he's not playing, because it's already moved a little bit to the doggies. So it's hard to, it's hard to say, but... But but I'd be I'd be betting backing it if they do do play. And uh, to what limit? So t- minus ten, minus twelve, if they all come in, or is you, you're pretty much just happy. Just, to... just at the level it is now, the eight yeah, and a half. Yeah, yeah. Okay. seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. For me, I, I mark the Giants um, ten point favorite here, but just um, just I don't know, just something about this one isn't really grabbing a hold of me. I, I probably haven't seen a lot of the dogs play, so. Uh, I feel a bit um, uh, uneducated, I guess, to are the dogs playing good footy or are they just getting uh, opposition at the right time? Um, you know, they've got, got Essen on the weekend. Obviously, they've, they've really touched them up. So I, I, I feel like I'm not really in a great place to, uh, to have a bet. But um, It's a bit, bit, bit like what Essendon were doing back a while ago. They were getting good teams. They weren't necessarily going great. They were getting at the right time, being bad teams at the right time. And then, obviously, the Giants, you know, I, I mark them that favourite. But, gee, their form was really poor on the weekend. Um, albeit they'll get some good players uh, coming back, potentially. So... Uh, I think I've just got to have a pass. Logical? Yeah. And the blockbuster, the big one, the game of the round. Sunday, 4.40, Marvel Stadium. Hawthorne hosting Gold Coast Suns. Could you think of anything worse on a Sunday afternoon? Um, you'll be you'll be coming along though. Yeah, Mark. yeah, I'll be going to the footy. I yeah. am I am going along, and you I are. hope to see you down there. I'm coming back from Adelaide and going to this game. Well, as I said, yeah, I'll be at the footy on Sunday, so um, I might see you. <laughs> I might see you. Might see you in transit Such somewhere at the Hawthorne, at the man. corner hotel or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but logical, what have we got here? We got ridiculous odds here. A dollar oh three. I think that might be the shortest uh, put up for the year. Um, that line not really in line with the uh, head-to-head price at the moment. Minus forty-seven and yeah, a half. Yeah, I think it's not dollar six at most. Other yeah, books. that's right. Yeah, okay. Well, and these prices—they're from UBET this way. Oh, so the old, the Queensland, um, Northern Territory, South Australian, Tasmanian tab. Dollar um, three for the Hawks. Thirteen dollars for the Gold Coast Suns. Forty-seven and a half. Logical. Can you find us a bet? Could you be on the plus? You can't with the way Gold Coast are playing. Cannot. Not sure I like a big minus like that. I could probably only be on Hawthorne, but I've got very little interest in this game. Yes. You obviously have two. It's the it's the worst game of the round. I think the the nine league multi for the weekend of all the favourites is sixty nine dollars. So it shows you how yep. how level betting weekend it is. It's a really good weekend of footy, but this is not the icing on the cake at the end of it. <laughs> but I'll be there. Yeah, well, good good luck with that. I mean, thank God uh, probably Ruffy is playing because outside of that, there's not a whole heap of uh, interest in the game. Look, I think the Hawks smash them up. I, I think the Hawks will probably cover the line, but um, I can see something happening probably in the last quarter. Hawthorne going to, uh, into three-quarter time. 
40 points up and they start stuffing around trying, trying to give Ruffy goals. And, yeah. Yeah. and then all of a sudden, Gold Coast take one back the other way and you're going, oh, boys, come on. What are you doing to my line? So no thanks for me. I'll be, uh, I'll be staying well clear of that one. And logical, just before we wrap up today, you got some uh, total stuff there that I think you want to uh, just um, have a chat to the listeners. Yeah, just a little bit in the opposite direction to last week. With the bad weather around last week and the really low scores, I think the bookies have been a bit gun-shy with their totals early this week. And the forecasts have probably turned better. So the Melbourne-Sydney game looked like there was going to be rain, and that looks like it'll only be in the morning. And also the Frio-Essendon <laughs> game over in Perth. So you might want to wait a little bit longer and see these forecasts. But at the moment, the Melbourne-Sydney games in for 150 at uh, 365 there, I see, and Fremantle less than 154.5. I think they're both too low. I think they've put in a, a percentage of rain. And the forecasts I'm looking at are saying there's not going to be rain now on those. So I think the overs are both value there. So maybe a multi on the overs or, or just one or, the, one or the other, which one you prefer. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's a tip for me. For okay. There. Very good, mate. Well, speaking of tips, uh, perhaps we just do a bit of a uh, betting recap. Where's your money going this week? Yes, yeah, so for me, it was Brisbane at the minus, or Brisbane head-to-head around that eighty range. North Melbourne, 40-plus. Uh, GWS, if if they get their players back, depending on what happens there. And then those two overs in the Melbourne-Sydney game and the Freo Essendon game. Yep, so putting a unit up for each of those yes, overs. Yep. yep, okay, good. And uh, for me, it was the Richmond uh, minus 10.5. Um, it was the uh, Blues head-to-head. It was the Adelaide head-to-head. And um, the uh, we haven't bought out the old Logicals lock of the round, um, but uh, the consensus bet of the round for the both of us is the Lions, the Lions. head-to-head. So yep. uh, feeling good about that one. And, uh, you, and you did ask me about some Brownlow and some, some Futures. At this stage, uh, Brownlow's, it's the best Brownlow count we've had in years. Isn't it? Still, for me, I'm probably probably looking to wait a few more weeks and do some more analysis. So nothing at this stage for the Brownlow. And futures-wise, some key games this week. So I, I, I want to be able to map it out a bit better next week when you know more where teams are going to be finishing on the ladder. So... So stay tuned. Great. We look forward to that one. Well, logical. That brings us to the end of the uh, program. Uh, an enjoyable one, I'm, uh, I hope, for the listeners. Uh, hope you're enjoying the podcast. We're enjoying bringing it to you. Um, so as always, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. The Barefoot Punter because statistics are the best. The Barefoot Punter because you've done it for